0: Hey, guess what? Island boy.
1: You know that song?
0: Yes. No. I wanted to You're be too. at island boy. I... From the Midwest, bro. We don't have islands island. One,
1: uh, I just, I was like, wouldn't say a text. To- I was eating somebody and they were.
0: That girl?
1: It was a, no, it was a man. It was a very big man, but he was on the shitter watching a fucking YouTube video. And it was, yeah, well, I, this is when you
0: Highland turned. boy.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I cool. had it well, stuck in gotta, my head. Like the last gotta, thing I hear before I...
0: You got to be specific about that, bro. Yeah.
1: Yes. I was anyway. in my other form eating a fat man.
0: Just sold the last copy of Army of the Dead. No oh, shit. They're done. Yeah, we're sad here, guys. Oh,
1: I'm so tired of that being a running joke around here, man. Yeah. yeah. damn. Got
0: really old, really cool. All
1: right. Okay. 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 Hey, what's up, dudes? Hey,
2: man. Hey, what's up, man? Did you guys hear? Good news? Yeah, we're out of Army of the Dead. Army yeah, of the Dead,
0: Yeah, the last one. Yeah. yeah
2: it's it's awesome. You guys want a snack to celebrate?
0: Duh. All right, Here's Let's a couple. one
2: off. Here's a couple mushed up Twinkies for
0: you guys.
1: All right. You got... Ooh,
0: I'll just suck this right out. Mm-hmm.
1: You guys been using reusable straws?
0: Like, what are you. Huh?
1: You've I... been sucking on your mashed up Twinkies with reusable straws? Like, we, we kind of put that whole thing out about.
0: Oh, no, I. No, I just rip it like this. I rip it and. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. I've been doing <laughs> Straight to the dome, dude. I'm I don't just... know
1: how to say that. You just smoked that Twinkie. I don't know how else <laughs> yeah, to else
0: to... Woo! I Sugar just... Boy. Fuck. It's like putting it up in your asshole, dude. It just stripped Boom. Straight to your system.
1: I, you would have tasted it more had it gone up your asshole, quite honestly.
0: Probably. Yeah. Probably.
2: I've also not been using a straw. I do all my liquids in a bag, so...
1: All right. Dan?
0: You guys ever... Yeah?
1: I'm nah, just saying, like, while you're standing here. I, Kill the fun being assistant manager and all, but uh did you open the most recent delivery? We start getting those set out.
0: Yeah, we got some like uh Invisible Man movie, uh um, nice, nice. some okay. like a little late for roman- Halloween, but Yeah, romantic comedy and then something like Army Army of Thieves, Thieves of Army or something. What?
2: Oh god.
1: It's like what the, the entire movie? box. What is that?
0: Wait a minute, let me read this. Oh my God. Oh my fucking God. No. No. What? No. It's a... F- You're not going to believe this. It's a fucking sequel to Army of the Dead. How? Oh my... How? German, that movie just came the out. The German safe guy. The ger- They made a movie about the fucking safe guy. But he died. He, died. he died. Oh my Jesus! Oh, here comes the UPS guy. That's probably all the posters and shit, all the promo. Yeah, I don't. Oh my God! I don't want to worry
2: you guys, but there's a there's a loading truck backing up to the building right now.
0: Fucking Jerry! All right. Why does he love Zach Schneider so much? Just loves that guy. Did you see him when he three hundred kicked that dude out of the store the other day? Was you sure. saw him, yeah. Oh, I, like,
1: I actually haven't seen Jerry. Quite honestly, this, I was. He's this been his
0: five-day riddle. Shit. Off. Okay. And I was like, oh shit, that's another lawsuit.
1: All right. Well, I guess we're gonna have to figure out how to get rid of these fucking movies. What else is in there? You said there was an Invisible Man movie.
0: Yeah. Um, something in here. Uh, wait. Paul wait. Van Ho- wait.
1: Stop what? right there. Give it to Cron. Crunch, what is this? What does that say? What is this?
2: Really putting me on the spot to read. Uh, Twinkie's fogging up my vision, bro.
1: If a setup could be made out of concrete, this was it, buddy. All right. This
2: one is Hollow Man from two thousand by Paul Verhoeven this week on Five Day Rentals. everybody to five day rentals the video store podcast each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category this round's category is wear a mask please and this week's pick is hollow man from the year 2000 directed by paul verhoven
1: you guys just want to get into hollow man you don't if, want to do two straight minutes of credits first
0: Double, doubled named, just in case you didn't see it the first time.
2: We could just uh, sit here in silence for two minutes so the audience can watch it.
0: You didn't, you didn't want to stir around your alphabet soup for your opening credits.
2: I think it's supposed to be like a DNA thing, right?
0: It's alphabet soup, dude.
2: I don't know. It's got no letters swirling around.
1: Yeah, it's what biologists call our blood. I mm-hmm. call it Alphabet Soup. The only thing it was missing was like those DNA swirlies.
2: Yeah, they kind of should have had them come down and wrap around. Maybe that's not what they were going for.
1: Yeah.
0: Or isn't it Mr. DNA from uh, Jurassic Park?
1: Dino DNA? Dino that's DNA. some
2: dino DNA. DNA. <laughs> uh, was- I... I forgot to introduce us. I'm Crod, and I'm joined by Laundry Dan and Bones. Hey, hey. All right, guys, this is Hollow Man from the year 2000. We do open on some credits that will last a long time, and they swirl around a bunch of letters and then tell you who the actor is. Uh, oh, just a quick note about about my notes, I did get very tired of writing out Sebastian over and over, so at some point in here, I'm gonna switch to probably just saying bacon. I don't know, maybe I'll try to self-edit, but there's too many letters in that name.
0: Why don't you just abbreviate, like, S-E-B?
2: I shortened it to bacon.
0: Alright. We'll allow it.
2: Alright, we open on a rat dropped into a cage, already a great start to this film. We got a rat right up front.
0: And Kron's eyes, five stars already.
2: We see that rat get picked up. And Dan, I wrote this note for you, the camera pans up with the rat.
0: Yeah, man. Film school 101.
2: Uh, This rat is getting strangled it looks like but we can't see by what we see a big bike get taken out of the rat and a and a blood spray that hits a face kind of looks like a gorilla
0: i thought it was a snake but invisible snake that would be way too dangerous Uh, We cut
2: over to Kevin Bacon. He's working at a computer and eating some Twinkies. He is working on some kind of gene sequence that kind of looks like like Tetris or something. You just got to put the blocks in the right order, and all of a sudden you're a scientist.
1: Match some colors. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. I could have figured this out a while ago.
2: Uh, But the one he's working on falls apart. It says it's unstable. He then stands up from where he's working and looks out of his window, sees his attractive lady neighbor across the street. She immediately starts undressing, but she closes the blinds right before she takes her bra off. Damn it, says Bacon. Says the audience. Just wait. Wait. Uh so Bacon is Sebastian Kane by the way another good sign for this movie.
1: Yeah. They should have called this movie um Erasing Kane.
2: <laughs> Kane's right? re- Kane's revision.
0: That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one, Bunts.
1: Okay. I can just coast uh, coast from here then. <laughs> Sebastian looks
2: up at his ceiling, and he's got a big sign hanging up there that says, you should be working.
0: Yeah, fuck that.
2: I think that sign is at the front of every Piggly Wiggly.
0: That's in the bathroom um, of every Amazon (laughs) hub.
2: They sealed those off a long time ago, dude.
0: That's right. You got to use diapers now. It's Um, on the
1: inside of the diaper.
0: Why would you have Whatever that hanging in you your a fucking diaper? house? I wouldn't what? have that at my house. Yeah, why would you hang that at your fucking house? This guy's He's doing w-
1: work hardcore him. science, dude. He's <laughs> no. clicking on blocks and shit? Mm-hmm.
2: He's putting a gene sequence together or something.
0: It looks pretty good for just only eating Twinkies.
1: Yeah, i never a fan of that. Of the, twinkies? Of, no of the lean sexy character but eats like shit.
0: Maybe he was a cop back in the day before this and he just always threw his food out of his window.
1: Also, I don't th- believe Kevin Bacon has ever opened a twinkie before. It's every the two times he does it, it's quite uncomfortable. He's it would have been cool at this point in his career though. He's probably got somebody else opening his twinkies.
2: It would have been cool if he tried to open it just by pushing it up through the cellophane and it just got all smashed up in there. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And then he had
2: to like peel it open and and just like shove it into his face.
1: You know some psycho out there does that, right? They just mash the Twinkie inside the bag and then suck it down like a gogurt. If not, we just started a trend.
0: Guys, I'll bring a box of Twinkies. uh, Let's
1: try it. I'm
2: sure most of the people that listen to this podcast eat their Twinkies just like that.
0: (laughs) I hope none of our listeners eat
1: Twinkies. Dan, you should do that on Instagram. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: As long as Karan puts it on uh, TikTok first.
1: TikTok. Yeah, it's definitely a TikTok thing.
0: Yeah, it's more of a TikTok.
2: Yeah, we'll make it a fun trend and set it to some generic song you hear 3,000 times now. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, Dan, I had a roommate in college who was uh, behind uh, academically, and in order to inspire himself, he put over his bed, you should be studying. I don't know Did if he, he got that from Hollow Man, but I shit you not, it was a Xerox printout that said you should be studying, and he taped it up on the wall. So, people do it. That would... That would be worse if it was over your bed,
2: though, because then at like the end of the day, you're you know getting into bed and you see that sign. Well, he was. You've already decided to stop fucking. at that point.
1: <laughs> like, that was his problem. One, he was just like constantly fucking.
0: So I'm gonna put one at work that says, "You should go you should home now," and fucking.
2: Well, I was thinking maybe on that guy's like, you know, his his desk or his computer was a sign that said you should be fucking.
0: Because so I was gonna say Bones should have put "you should be fucking" over his bed, <laughs> and that way he'd be like, "I like yours better, man." <clears throat> or you should put like "you should be snacking" or something. I mean, we like
1: were that. both fucking, but only one of us was failing. That's the problem. <laughs> Like, he had to go and ruin the whole thing. Like, ruin the vibe of the room.
0: His fucks started happy, and then they just gradually got sadder.
1: Yeah. And then he's interrupting my fucks by, like, dude, we should study. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm fucking. I'm fucking.
2: Uh, so Sebastian runs over to his computer. He punches in a few atoms or whatever the hell they are. Uh, and he gets a sign that pops up that says stable. He says to himself, I am a goddamn
1: genius. So he didn't try doing four reds and two yellows before? Like, that was the first time he had done those colors?
2: Yeah, I think there's... Who knows how many colors there are in this?
1: <laughs> could be thousands. Well, that's true. And then there, there also, are also different sizes of blocks so it's
0: not
2: true if the computer is able to tell you if this will work or not why doesn't the computer just present you the solution
0: stop this is a nokia computer and i had a nokia phone which only had three colors on it that was probably the year 2000 maybe I don't know. Maybe not.
2: Uh, we cut over. We see a couple in bed. The phone is ringing. Uh, it's 4 a.m. The woman, Linda, she wakes up and answers the phone. It's not a phone, though. It's a futuristic Skype call that looks better than the quality we're using right now.
3: Mhm.
0: She turned every light on in that room.
1: Also, he's not at the computer when he calls her. She answers the phone and he sits down. I didn't understand the logistics of that either. But yeah, how rude of her to turn every light on. Poor Josh Brolin trying to sleep.
2: Uh, Sebastian, he clocks this guy who's in the bed and he says, who's that? She says, none of your business, not anymore. Guys, these two have a past. Uh, Sebastian lets her know that he's cracked revision, and he wants Isabella the gorilla prepped for a live test. Uh, Sebastian says, do you think you can track down Matt? And Linda says, yeah, I think I can find him. Uh, Sebastian at this point also, you know, after he says he's cracked revision, basically says something about, a. Uh, I don't know what time it is in Sweden right now or something, but we better get them on the phone. But all of this Hollow Man stuff is being developed for the U.S. government for war purposes, it looks like. So I don't think the Nobel Committee is going to hand down the peace prize for this one.
0: You never know.
1: I mean, uh, Linda, didn't Obama get the Nobel Peace Prize the same year he like broke the record for drone strikes? Yeah, that's a good point. So, and I might be talking out of my ass, but I mean, I I wouldn't put him past him.
2: Well, I think if you kill all your enemies, then <laughs> there's no one left to oppose you.
1: Yeah, you have peace.
2: You ushered in a new way of peace through uh, iron fist.
1: Also, if all of if everybody's invisible, we can't really fight, right? Mm-hmm. So thus, peace.
2: I think this is more for like a assassination kind of thing, though, right? That's where right. you'd want a hollow man involved.
0: I can not speak on this subject. I'm sorry, guys. Why? Just can't
2: stands in a Hollow Man program. <laughs> uh, Linda runs over. She wakes up the guy in bed. His name is Matt. She says, he did it. He cracked revision. He says, when? While you were sleeping. Kind of getting a dig at this guy already.
0: <laughs> Josh Brolin He's- sucks as a boyfriend in this movie. He doesn't suck. She's putting him down all the time. Yeah, she kind of...
1: She's kind of putting the pressure of Sebastian on him unnecessarily, I think, you know?
2: Yeah, wh- why are we mad at Matt for sleeping at 4 a.m., yeah. a, a time when you should be asleep?
0: Coffees and Twinkies, man. You shouldn't be sleeping.
2: Uh, <clears throat> So these two need to head down to the lab. Linda also recommends that they take separate cars at this point. Uh, Matt says you're gonna have to tell him eventually. We cut over to Sebastian driving into work. He has a Porsche, and he's kind of rocking out to some I don't know what would you call this music? Radio Friendly New Metal?
1: I'd call it shit. It might be the worst song.
0: <laughs> it's pretty bad. We've it had is. on the show. It sucked.
2: Uh, Sebastian drives into a military base and parks. When he gets out of his car, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he has on a knee-length leather jacket. Is that a duster?
1: No. <laughs> well, I think you gotta what go You, you got to go past the knees to be a duster.
2: What would you call a knee-length leather jacket, then? A knee-length longer. leather jacket?
0: Not longer coat.
2: Call it a, a dress dust. leather jacket.
0: So it doesn't have the ER?
2: Yeah. You get the ER when you go past the knee. Uh let's see. We see Matt. He's walking up to an empty looking cage. Uh he puts on some special goggles which allow him to see heat. And we can now see Isabella the gorilla inside the cage. Matt so th- opens the ca- what?
0: These glasses when you put them on You just watch heat the whole time Badass I... Some badass fucking glasses dude
1: For me the action is the juice uh, So he opens this cage
2: and gets in He's got a, a Tranquilizer shot In his hand don't know why this is the one time you use the shot rather than the gun. The entire rest of the movie, everybody's all about these Trank guns.
0: He can't hit anything with that trank gun gun, Kron. Have you did you not see him?
2: You can't shoot a gorilla in a cage with a Trank gun.
1: <laughs> Brolin can't.
0: Yeah, Brolin he, he sucks
1: can't. at shooting. He doesn't.
0: Yeah. That's why he's using the shot, dude.
2: Uh, He tries to drug her, but she squeezes his hand and escapes. We see Isabella running down the hallway of the lab. Matt runs right into Sebastian while he's chasing her. Sebastian uh, says, are you after Isabella? Matt says, yeah, she's been more aggressive in the last few days, and she's been gone too long, starting to affect her brain. I guess they kind of got to shoehorn this in for how crazy bacon goes later.
1: Yeah. Well, having a vegetarian gorilla bite into a rat also. Like, that's enough to tell you, like, it's pretty fucking gone.
0: So it wasn't a snake?
1: No, this Dan. Yeah. Just hey. Just to help you out here, dude. The gorilla we're talking about right now. That's the invisible creature from the beginning of the movie. Fuck. Right There's right no on. invisible snake.
0: How can you have all this and not have an invisible snake?
1: Like, it's too it'd be an NC-17 movie. It'd be ter- it'd be too much.
0: No. This it'd is the terrifying. only one. This is the only movie that they were like, "Yeah, this is our Thank you. I think in
1: a way... You figured it out, Paul.
2: Finally. I think in a way there is an invisible snake in this movie later.
1: Hey, now. Hey.
2: Uh, Matt and Sebastian bet $10 on who's going to get Isabella first. Uh, Guys, I don't know. If you work in a lab and an invisible gorilla escapes its enclosure... Shouldn't there at least be, like, a siren going off or something? I mean, it's a, I don't know, an 800-pound angry animal?
1: No, they only write procedures day of.
0: (laughs) I mean, he did have a meeting later on that the general or whatever said, you requested your privacy and we gave it to you, so...
1: Well, I think think Kron's saying that shouldn't there be a button or shouldn't Brolin get on the radio and immediately say, hey, guys, Isabelle's out.
0: Probably happens all the time. I mean, he got bit in the fucking hand by a gorilla. And he just continues to chase this gorilla. I'd be like, hey, workman's comp. I'm going fucking home. Like, where's the safety guy?
2: I think there at least should have been some kind of siren or something. You don't have to alert everyone, but at least the people in the lab should know, hey, our invisible gorilla got
1: out. <laughs> also, put a collar on the fucking thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. A little bell. Yeah. So, so say, people yeah, can man. hear it coming.
1: Two bracelets and a like on a, a collar, and then you know where the midsection of the goddamn thing is.
0: Just like a cool hat.
1: It's what they should have done. The shame they should have done that to Bacon. Like that could have been a whole other like conflict thing that he overcame. You know, like he figured out how to take off his tracking collar or some shit.
2: Hmm. Well, they gave him a mask and some clothes, so. Right, but felt-
1: I'm. It, they could have had like a disagreement later, you know, later on in the movie after she comes back from his apartment and he shows back up and they're disagreeing, you know, they could mm-hmm. have said like, you know what? At this point I'm overriding. We need to put this collar on you and tell blah, blah, blah. And as opposed to just putting some wires on a circuit board and I'm supposed to believe that that magically loops your camera.
2: Uh, Sebastian hits Isabella with a trink dart first. He says, you owe me ten bucks. Uh, and this is where we meet Sarah, the vet. She comes in and says, this is bullshit. How can you inject Isabella before you've even tested the serum?
1: She comes in
0: hot. It's bullshit that she didn't trip over this fucking 800-pound gorilla. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Linda also shows up at this point and Sebastian asks, so who's the new guy? What's he like? She says he's everything you're not. Sebastian says he must be dull. Uh, and then Linda has to make like an extra big step. I don't know if she was off of her mark, but she's like trying to hit, it looks like just two stairs (laughs) and she has to do like a big wide step to get there.
1: Yeah. I think a combination of that, maybe she missed her mark, and the big-ass heels they put her in throughout the movie mm-hmm. don't help. Also, I was going to ask, is Elizabeth Shue wine drunk the entire movie? Maybe. I, From what I read, I don't know if anybody really liked making this movie. Okay. She didn't seem like she was having a miserable time. She just seemed like she was like... Fucking just left brunch the whole time. Like, all of her reactions and readings all come off.
0: She might have been mad at him. She delayed filming for six months or six weeks. Right. That was candor ass.
2: All right, we're over to the lab now. Uh, we're doing a bunch of science shit. Getting vials ready. Um, We've got an invisible gorilla strapped to the table. Uh, We hear that Isabella has been in phase shift for 126 hours, and we're
1: one more, and they would have cut that arm off.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We inject this gorilla with the serum, and we see the serum start to flow into the veins. The heart appears. We see some bones forming, some muscle, a skull. Guys, I don't think this movie looks amazing, but for 21 years old, CGI looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, no bad.
1: I agree. Uh,
2: Something goes wrong after they've injected this serum. Blood pressure starts crashing. Uh, Isabelle is going into cardiac arrest. Linda pulls out what we'll soon realize is her favorite tool from the medical field, a defibrillator. Uh, She starts shocking Isabella. thought it was kind of cool when she hit her with the defibrillator, like you kind of see the full gorilla come into view, I guess. Uh, so everything's kind of going wrong, but eventually Isabella's vitals start to recover, and now we see a fully formed gorilla. So I guess that was a success. They did it. They take Isabella back to her cage. Sebastian says that he wants to vivisector, basically cut into her brain, see how everything went. Uh, this really pisses off the vet. And Sebastian kind of jokes that he'll wait a few weeks to do it. Linda announces, come on guys, we finally have something to celebrate. Then we cut over to a very fancy looking restaurant. Everybody's all dressed up. They're cheersing. Uh, and then there's, there's another scientist named Frank. And I thought this part was really funny. But we like kind of cut over to him, you know, midway into a joke. And he says, uh, then there was this big explosion. And she says, if you're so smart, how come you're still in the second grade? And it just had all of the energy of that part in Dumb and Dumber where he's like, do you like me? And she says, no, but that's a real nice ski mask. It's like the exact same (laughs) Delivery and tone. Everybody busts out laughing when he ends this joke. Uh, Linda notices Sebastian's gone. She walks outside and finds him where he's just kind of staring off into the distance. Looking at the Capitol building, I guess. Probably planning what he's going to do on January 6th. Mm
0: -hmm. If only.
2: God, could you imagine if they had a hollow man on the team, dude?
0: Probably still trying to track him down
1: in there. They had somebody on the inside.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't fucking hollow. I bet they were working on it. Somebody in QAnon injected themselves with something they thought was going to turn them invisible. Day of.
0: Bleach and water or some shit? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Sebastian, he's kind of all bummed out He says this is the beginning of the end Uh, He's kind of worried they're going to take the project away Him and Linda start talking about their previous relationship Sebastian goes in for a kiss but is denied Sebastian goes back to the lab We see him talk to an invisible dog for a little while And he says, what's it like?
0: I'm locked in a his, fucking cage.
1: How long has this dog been under?
2: That's a good question.
1: Because nobody gives us a shit about the rest of the animals.
2: Nope.
1: Oh, they end his misery.
2: They're really focused on primates, I think.
1: Yeah, I get that. So why are the dogs... I don't know. Maybe the Pentagon wants... Invisible oh. bomb-sniffing dogs? I don't know.
2: They want a dog to do a little wet work for them.
0: Mm-hmm. What are chimpanzees? Ninety-eight percent match to humans. So. Yeah.
1: What? Why would? I mean, you'd think it'd be a bonobo or a chimpanzee.
0: Yeah. You wanted something more fierce, like a gorilla?
1: They're a badass, man.
0: I wouldn't be fucking with. No Maybe word. my
1: favorite animal. The gorilla? I think so. And maybe that's cheap because they're a primate, so that's not me going very far, but I don't know. Dan, favorite animal?
0: Oh, a uh, monster dog.
1: Good, good. I'd go with rat. Well, I you mean, know, if, we're, if we're doing made-up animals. <laughs> what
0: are you talk about, dude? Monster dogs aren't made up. My favorite animal is an invisible snake
2: feel like you guys are going for size rather than sheer
1: numbers yeah but I'm, i mean like, let's see you're you got to talk, you're talking hundreds of rats necessary to take out one gorilla
2: yeah but there are rats to spare dude like
1: right but i unless he's swarmed i mean a gorilla I, yeah what could take I'm, a gorilla an elephant you telling me a
2: rhino? 10 Telling me 10,000 coordinated rats couldn't take down a gorilla?
0: Not if it flooded that day.
2: Dude, rats can swim.
0: They don't like water.
2: They don't like it, but they'll deal with it. This is what I'm talking about, guys.
1: I don't know, man. You're going At for brawn, 10, not numbers. 10,000. You're probably right. I'm sure the ratio is probably something like 10,000 or 100,000 rats to every gorilla on the planet. Mm -hmm. Plus not to mention all the fucking diseases and shit that they carry.
0: Mm -hmm. They almost killed a whole, you know. Us.
1: They almost took us out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always going to go size and power. I mean, that's just just me, baby. But again, Dan, if you're picking monster dog and made-up animals, I'm going to go fucking King Kong.
0: That's still a gorilla. Right. It's just a gorilla on dope.
1: He's not doping, dude. Dude, He's all all natural, dude. Skull Island. Godzilla is the one with fucking mutations and shit.
0: You guys doing steroids? I don't know. No. You guys are... Are are we a pro-steroids podcast?
1: i say do whatever you want
0: if it makes yeah. you happy
2: get buff as hell
1: but if the rules if the rules dictate that you're not allowed to juice you shouldn't be juicing
2: nah crank up guys get swole bulk up Lose your moose knuckle and gain some muscle. Don't
1: get me wrong. I I agree with the SNL skit. Like, there should be a juiced Olympics and an all-natural Olympics. (laughs) There should be a juiced baseball, which is just no fun to watch. Because they're either striking out or hitting home runs.
2: Uh, we cut over to Sebastian. What about bowling
1: on steroids? I don't know if it'd be that much different. Well, no, they're not even rolling the ball. They're just throwing it.
0: I mean, isn't a chili dog a steroid? I mean... What? Yeah.
1: It's probably full
2: of steroids, but... Yeah, right? Not the ones that are going to help you.
1: Isn't a chili dog a steroid? Could you explain that? I didn't...
0: Bowlers
1: eat chili dogs. Like, that's, oh, you're saying that's giving them a
0: competitive edge? Yeah. <laughs> so All the hormones and shit in there. Yeah. A so chili the, chili, a, the
1: chili dog eating bowler has an advantage over the vegan bowler.
0: And the nacho, yeah.
1: Okay. And a beer. Okay. All right.
0: And I don't know if you're allowed to bowl if you're a vegan. That might be in their rules.
2: Well, you can for fun, but, like, the competitive circuit is going to weed you out.
0: Vegan weeds you out. Good one, Tron.
2: Uh, We do cut over to Sebastian. He's giving a briefing to the Pentagon, and he's dressed like one of Gotham's finest mob bosses. (laughs) He's got on a nice-fitting suit, a bright purple shirt. In a slightly different purple-colored tie. Uh, during his briefing, he says basically that making things invisible was easy, but getting them back was hard. And Sebastian purposefully doesn't report that revision has been achieved. We cut to Linda, Sebastian, Matt leaving... Sebastian wants to move into phase 3, which is human testing, and he wants to do that before the Pentagon takes over the project. Uh, Back at the lab, Sebastian's briefing his team. The plan is that he'll phase shift for three days and then come out. We cut over to Linda and Matt in bed. Linda really wants to blow this dude.
0: And he's just talking his way out of it.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's the wine drunk, man. She's just...
0: Uh, You know what I'm saying.
1: There's like a certain inebriation level of like... Doing things you wouldn't normally get.
0: Are you talking about her or him?
1: Her. (laughs) He's obviously too stressed. He doesn't want her going down there because he ain't going to be able to perform tonight.
0: That his mind is elsewhere.
1: Well, he's looking up at the ceiling, and it says you should be working, and it's throwing him off.
2: Well, to go back to Dan's point, uh, how many beers does it usually take you to want a blowjob? None.
1: And negative yeah, that's, beers.
2: I think that's what we're all agreeing on here, is that—I mean, you did just ask which one of them, Linda or Matt, is wine drunk, so—
0: I mean, I could see Matt drinking a nice Pinot Grigio. I don't know.
1: Sure. You don't think he's this, a cab guy?
0: This movie is why the Coen brothers didn't want to hire him for No Country for Old Men. They were like, dude, we've seen you in like You cannot handle this badass. Like,
1: <laughs> He's the best actor in this movie.
0: Kevin Bacon's in this movie.
1: Oh, he's better than Bacon.
0: <laughs> you're you're
2: saying that based on the 21 years following this movie.
1: No. I'm, I'm saying that on watching this movie multiple times prior to you selecting it for the podcast and then watching it twice this week. Bro- I, Brolin seems like the most aware and in the zone. All the time.
0: He's playing a good lame guy.
1: Yeah. He's Uh, playing a
0: good boyfriend.
1: What do you call that? The uh, The Baxter? Is that what they... Sorry, go ahead.
0: (laughs) Uh, Matt
2: is is cutting off this blowjob by uh, asking Linda if she misses being with Sebastian. So the whole time this guy's just bringing up work, bringing up her ex... He's doing everything to not get sex going.
1: But that's what you do. When you find out that your, you know, girlfriend was with a dude who had a 10-inch dong, you know, it kind of fucks you up. And He's got the equivalent of a 10-inch dong just, like, intelligence-wise.
2: Not if he got a 12-inch dong like one of us. Sorry, dude.
1: There's a point of diminishing returns.
0: I got an invisible dong. Mm-hmm. What's the fun in that? Because I don't pull out.
2: <laughs> uh, we're back over to the lab. Sebastian tells Olinda and Matt the Superman joke.
0: I don't think we need to repeat that one. I don't think so
2: either. Remember uh, when you so, could
1: joke about that type of stuff?
2: Yeah, the year 2000. 20 years ago. Fucking ruled, dude. Just tell dirty-ass jokes to all your horny-ass coworkers.
0: That didn't report you to EEO?
2: I mean, obviously I remembered, like... I remembered the one scene from this movie... That is troubling. But literally almost everyone in this movie is just kind of horny all the time. Like, it's one of Linda's major driving <laughs> parts of her yeah. personality. Uh, most One of the other lab techs is just, we'll get to it, but he's just looking at porn on the job.
1: Oh, I would argue that if he was invisible, he might be worse than Sebastian. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just, is that just Verhoeven though? Where he's like, "You're all fucking horny. Let's yeah, just amp I, this horny."
0: Isn't he Dutch? Yeah, he shouldn't be that horny. Oh, dude. I mean, I don't understand if he was you like saw
1: Amsterdam. <laughs>
2: I think I j- like as I watched this movie I, I thought I've seen 90s sex comedies that are less horny than Hollow Man.
1: But it eh. it does amp it up and work in the movie's favor though.
3: Yeah, I think. I would agree.
1: Yeah. Like it it works because everybody is going to have that question. And, and then this movie really makes you ask that. Like, you really follow him for a certain point. Like, you kind of get the guy later on asking, you know? Like, if you're sort of into that, you would kind of ask this guy, like, hey, what have, uh, what have you done? <laughs> like, Because in his mind, he's probably like, hey, I'm number six on the list to get this fucking serum, dude. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's like, no, I, I seen that shot that you have to take, and I'm not f- – not fucking with that, uh, that Uzi right there.
2: No, I think the lab tech would still. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> even after watching Bacon almost die, he would, <laughs> he'd be next on that bed, dude.
1: But okay, so let's ask this question, Dan. That needle is big enough to justify you not getting the serum.
0: I just don't understand why they have to put it into the top to to go to the bottom. It's like why can't you just shoot it from the thing? And yeah, the fucking thing was like mm-hmm. a, a fucking gun. I was like, what the? F-? Government's not going to pay for that. We're going to get the little sh- dinky shots.
2: I think they had to get a syringe that was big enough for both human and gorilla.
1: But they don't. For Kevin Bacon, they put it in an IV. He already has yeah, an IV true. set up, so he's probably got a 18 or a 20. All right, let's go EMS uh, technical jargon for a second. The The bigger the needle, the easier it is for blood and stuff to pass through, right? That would just make sense. So your, your blood platelets and your actual blood cells are like, they can only get so small. So it really is like necessary to have a larger needle so, in the inst- in this case, like, even when Bacon does it to himself later, like, he has an IV. Somebody's already started that. So, regardless of that needle, who gives a shit? But, you could fucking put a shotgun in my arm if I got to be invisible for a few days. Fuck, yeah. Be cool as hell. I always try to, at
2: the hospitals, I always try to get the double zero gauge IV. Yeah. I want that... <laughs> I wanna be drain my blood in ten seconds. Yeah. Let's get get in and get out, yeah. dude.
0: I mean what gauge do you have in your penis, crun?
2: In my Apple Lang?
0: Yeah.
1: Double zero. Let's so you can whip it out and show the nurse like I can take it.
0: hmm Check this out. Bring it on. Proof, I only of, got proof of per-
1: perforation there, buddy.
2: <laughs> I've I literally only got this to show you that I'm mm-hmm. cool with the bigger IVs.
0: Listeners, this is a uh, conversation from Strangeland. I think it's that's our first episode ever. Go check it out.
1: It's a classic. I love giving uh, blood and trying to be like the fastest fucker they've ever seen. Like just pinching mm-hmm. that thing. Like I'm trying to impress this woman who's been in a trailer sweating her ass off for eight hours
0: it's just volunteering
1: <laughs> yeah she's gonna think i'm the coolest blood donator ever the first time donator, at, donor fucking adding syllables yes Chrome. The, fir-
2: the first time at our the high school we all went to when they were like hey you can give blood and leave class right now i was like all right that sounds good and I went down there and the nurse instantly went through both sides of my vein. And she was like, I saw this like worried look come on her face. And she was like, I think I did it wrong. It's was like, all right. She was like, I'm going to pull the needle out. It's probably going to hurt pretty bad. It's like, okay. And then I had a bruise like the length of my forearm for days.
1: Should have sued, man. Do you think that's karma? I don't. I was just
2: trying to get out of class, man. I don't
1: know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you didn't have pure intention.
2: Well, there were like a bunch of other people doing the same thing, and that didn't happen to them. Should have happened to everybody if it was karma. All right, where are we? Uh, Sebastian disrobes. Uh, we see some bacon ass. And Linda and Sarah both take a little peek. Bacon says, come on ladies, this is science. Uh, again we go through all the science shit. We're getting the serum ready. We're taking some vitals. Uh, Sebastian offers to inject himself. In case anything happens. Everybody has, you know, deniability. Uh... Nothing's happening at first, but then Sebastian says his arm is starting to tingle, and then it's starting to hurt a little bit, and then we just kind of see him pop up. He's writhing in pain. Uh, I don't know why, but as he's disappearing, like, one of the first stages is it basically looks like he's got a bunch of acid burns all over his face. Yeah, I don't know if going invisible was the same thing as dissolving, but it looks more like a (laughs) dissolving uh his brain waves are spiking blood pressure's rising uh linda of course runs over grabs the defibrillator but just as she's kind of getting that gel on the ends of it he kind of starts to even out uh we see him starting to disappear we see his little muscular penis as the camera moves down.
1: You think that's and on. rocket, think that's on roids?
2: <laughs> well, don't roids. Doesn't roids like fuck up your balls or something?
1: Fucks up your balls, but I think on some people it actually makes your dick. It can make your dick a little bit bigger. Or it just appears bigger because your balls are smaller.
0: My note was just bacon thermal dick.
1: We're not into thermal yet. We get thermal later, but mostly, mm-hmm. yeah, mostly it is just vascular penis. The muscular penis. You do, get, you do get a little bit of the back of the sack when he first starts to turn. Mm-hmm. That is sort of the bummer of having this giant 4K television now. And I did watch you, this. I did watch this with Sam, so I was like, "Just prepare yourself for some bacon wiener here." So I
2: think you mean that's the benefit of your big four K television. <laughs> yeah, you get to see a little scrote and taint every now and again mm-hmm. in these older films. Uh, anyways, bacon is now a skeleton, and poof, then he's gone. So he is fully the hollow man now.
1: You said you were somewhat impressed with it with the gorilla how did you guys feel about it with the human body do you think the cg holds yeah. up?
2: i mean i think it still looks pretty good considering the age of it i guess it's just kind of all the big cgi pieces are the exact same thing right you see the gorilla come back then you see a man disappear kind of see a, a man come back
1: yeah I think the more interesting stuff is the when he's interacting with physical things, like him with the blanket or the sheet wrapped up later, I think, is like the best looking thing, mm-hmm. like anytime he hops in and out. Um, still don't know how they did the boob. We'll talk about that. That That's sort of crazy, but I think it, it should be noted, I think it's an interesting take to not just have him vanish, you know, that... Somebody thought like, well, maybe your system would, you know, you would dissipate in layers. Mm-hmm. So, did they do a bunch of like crazy scans on Kevin Bacon's body? So, like,
0: yeah, I think science they now him.
1: has his all of Kevin Bacon somewhere.
0: Yeah. Replicas of his face and everything.
2: Yeah, I think. Well. I heard some anecdote that they, like, scanned him all the way down to, like, individual capillaries within his body. So, somebody should digitally be able to create layers of Kevin Bacon at this point. Mm
0: -hmm. We'll never not have Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah, he's going to show up at Coachella Mm -hmm. as, like, a hologram in 20 years. Him and Tupac and Prince
2: doing a song together.
0: He put on a scary mask the other day and chased his pigs.
2: Was it the Hollow Man mask?
0: No, it's just a like a goblin mask.
1: Is this on TikTok?
0: This is on Instagram. Okay. Five Day Reynolds follows Kevin Bacon on Instagram.
1: Does he follow us
0: back? No, nah, he hasn't followed us back. Unfriend him, damn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're not. We don't need to look needy. Yeah. Uh Sebastian's in some kind of like shock recovery now, so he's sleeping for a shitload of hours. Uh Linda's in the lab with him, she's sleeping next to him. We kinda see her pillow start to move, uh, but it's just Matt. Don't worry guys, it's not the Hollow Man yet. Sebastian wakes up, he takes off uh all the little wires they've got hooked up to him. Uh and he also complains about the lights. I guess because he doesn't have eyelids anymore, the lights hurt his eyes, but at the same time, you, you really don't have eyes, so
0: I don't know why. On, I think they hit on that like three times. hmm It's like, all right, we got it.
2: Yeah. Lights doesn't fucks him up sometimes.
0: No eyelid. I guess your eyelids are invisible. Yeah,
2: but you the thing that processes light would also be invisible.
1: Right, oh, but it true. would still technically be
0: you could still see
1: though. You're now, you're still getting light into that thing at 360 degrees. Like all like normally light just comes in and it's ref, you know, it's refracted. I get what you're saying, the fact that it's not there mm-hmm. would it still have the properties of reflection and all that shit? But I yeah. think in the logic of this movie they're saying and they fucked up by saying just eyelids. They should say that the interior portion of his eye is reflecting light from 360 degrees. Which, if that was true, then his vision is all fucked up. Like he would have <laughs> fly vision. It wouldn't be coming in. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, you'd have light coming in from the back of your head.
1: Yeah. So there we you go. So there's that a there's a cool universal monster thing. Is like you give him goggles, mm-hmm. right? Like some weird, cool goggles that say like, "Oh, otherwise my brain's all fucked up," you know.
0: We smarter than you.
2: Uh, so Sebastian's debriefing his team now that he's woken up, been invisible. Uh, And at this point, he's just having a a fun goof with everybody. He's moving all over the room. He's, you know, kind of
1: brushing up against
2: people.
0: He's naked. Yeah, he is
2: naked. I Uh, feel naked
1: taking a shower at somebody else's house. I can't imagine what poor Kevin Bacon had to do on this movie.
2: Well, if you're in the shower, I think it's okay to feel naked.
1: Well, no, I'm okay that I'm naked. What I'm saying is, like, there's just something about, like, oh, I don't have clothes on, and you're only a door away from me. (laughs) Like, Kevin Bacon is, I guess he's wearing the little smock or whatever throughout. But then in these scenes, I read that they set up, like, speakers all over the place that he would speak into, and it would fuck the actors up. Like, they wouldn't know where the audio was coming from. I do think they hadn't figured out the tennis ball because there's a few times where Elizabeth Shue is not remotely staring at where you would think she should be staring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brolin's pretty good at it, uh, but there's there's two or three parts specifically where Elizabeth Shue, it's like maybe Verhoeven's hand was not quite where she should have been looking. Again, wine drunk. <laughs>
2: She's just kind of swaying back and forth, dude. She's doing her best. We're
1: lucky she can stand.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They let Sebastian know that a team member will be monitoring him 24-7. So somebody's always going to be in the lab when he's there. Uh, Sarah, the vet, is going to be on watch on the first night. So Sarah kind of starts to nod off. We see some doors opening throughout the lab. Sebastian asks if she's awake. He unbuttons her shirt and starts grabbing at her tits. She wakes up. She keeps asking if Sebastian's there. Uh, She can originally see that he's not in bed, but as soon as she looks back, he is.
1: What do you guys think of this scene? This is a bad thing, dude. This is as as we've dick. established on this show, we, we point out bad things. It's not a good thing to do.
2: You know, this guy was so sure he was going to get the Nobel Prize, and as soon as he becomes invisible, this is what he does.
1: Yeah.
0: I just don't know how you fall asleep like that. In an office chair? Yeah, it's just it's a very odd angle. Not that I'm defending uh, Bacon. It was a bad thing, Bacon. It was a bad thing.
2: So your whole point here is...
1: (laughs) No, don't... Come on, don't... Don't fuck with him.
0: Just said it looked uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) Alright, so... uh, We're over to the next day. We're getting Sebastian's vitals. Uh, Sarah seems nervous. Obviously. Uh... She's having to work with some invisible guy who just felt her up. There's another lab tech named Janice. Uh, She goes to the bathroom. A urinal next to her flushes, and she wisely puts on her goggles to check everything out to see if uh, Dr. Pervert's in there watching her.
1: (laughs) Did he pee all over the urinal? Like, that one urinal is like, all red. Mm-hmm.
0: See, I don't think you needed this scene. Like, you already have what you have, and then you put them in a bathroom watching a lady pee. Like, did you really need that? No. I think it adds
1: a a doubt to her. Like, it, it adds... it ups her panic because she talks about it later in the break room she says I can't even pee without thermals blah 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 and the other guy's like who would want to see that so I do think there's an interesting element of like creating because the vet gets the you know the fondling which sucks then she starts to get this doubt Linda already kind of knows that he can be kind of shitty so I think building that doubt I, I do think it's a little, it's Preaching. Verhoeven, so it it, pre, it does verge on like, well, if you're into chicks peeing, here you go. Mm-hmm.
2: I honestly think he just, he wrote a scene or put a scene in to see a lady pee on the toilet, so. Right. This was more a Verhoeven scene than a scene for you, the audience. uh let's see the team's talking they're discussing what sebastian's capable of so this is kind of the scene that bones was just talking about uh as they start to leave we see a chair turn around and sebastian's sitting there he's been listening to them linda is over in the lab she's looking at a blood sample in a microscope and guys if bacon was really a maniac he would have installed two little razor blades in that bad boy. Yeah,
1: this is a fucking letdown of a microscope. <laughs> uh, Sebat. So
0: I didn't get the microscope in stage fright. Fuck.
2: This could have been the microscope category almost. So, <laughs> Sebastian keeps moving uh, Linda's coke around while she's trying to work. He then starts to massage her. And kisses her again, not
1: cool.
0: No bacon, no.
1: Especially what he does here in a minute.
2: And he asks her if she would like to know what it's like to make love to an invisible man. And he lifts her skirt up.
0: Well, she said, "I've already, I already know you, you weren't there."
1: Well, doesn't he say like you want to guess what part of my body this is? Yes. (laughs) Also.
0: Mm-hmm. No, Bacon, no.
1: And he lifts her skirt during one of those awkward eyeline scenes. She's, like, trying to walk away, right?
3: hmm
1: Yeah.
2: So we're back over to the lab. It's time for revision. Uh, they inject him with the serum. It kind of starts to work, but Bacon says something's wrong. His lungs are seized up. He's thrashing around. Luckily they get him breathing again, but he disappears. Linda is talking to Sebastian uh, and she says, what will Kramer say? This is Kramer's one of the Pentagon guys. Sebastian says that he doesn't need to know. And Linda says we should at least tell the others. We cut over to Bacon. Uh, this is where they're giving him a mask, so they're pouring a bunch of goop all over his head uh He's already you know sexually assaulted two people at least that he works with, so maybe this is a good idea just to keep a track of him a little better mm-hmm. uh once the mask is kind of set, Linda trims out a mouth and some eye holes, but I did notice they leave his nose and ears. <laughs> Covered up, so
1: you can kind of notice it in the audio too. Like when he's talking, that there's that his nose is covered.
2: Uh, we cut over to Matt and Linda, they're busy working on uh, this Adams game again, trying to figure out human revision. (laughs) We cut back over to the lab. Uh, Bacon, I didn't get this part, but. I don't know if it's just because he's been invisible for so long, but there's a scene where he, like, is running to a bathroom and he throws up a bunch of water. Uh, And then he starts getting pretty snappy with everybody. He says that he's been phase-shifted for ten days and the plane was only three. We cut over to Carter, who's another lab tech. He's in the control room. He's jamming some tunes, drinking a Big Gulp. And he uh, starts looking at a nudie mag.
1: He could be a security guard in dead heat.
2: Mm hmm.
0: He's qualified.
1: Mm hmm.
2: I don't know if you guys caught this line, but as he's looking at his magazine, he says, are. Well, he says that, but then he also says, Man, I'd suck the tits right off you. Creepy. I, think,
1: I think you've sucked too hard when that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what a good did, sign. Uh,
0: this is the second movie we've had with weird Christian subtitles. Did uh, what, is, what did they add to that to, to stop them from saying that?
2: So I did have subtitles on, and when he says that, because it's like they cut back to him, and as soon as they cut back to him, he says that, and there's just no subtitles. Ah, okay. So like you see his mouth moving, but even the people creating these cleaned-up subtitles were like, no, just go to the next one.
1: This might be like, the first one in a while that I didn't watch with subtitles.
0: I always turn them on for, for when we do a movie. Huh. like, uh, uh, Suck the hits off of you? <laughs> no, that doesn't make
1: sense.
0: I'll suck the shits off? No.
1: Oh. It's even worse.
0: Top. Yeah. come on.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Begging comes by to say that he's going to be leaving for a little while. Carter immediately runs and calls Linda, tattles on him. So, not as cool as you think he is from the previous scene. Snitch. Uh, And I think this might be a good place for us to take a little pee break. Alright. Alright, so Bacon slips past Ed, the security guard throws on some more of his weird shitty music and
1: starts driving back to his place
0: guys that's not evanescence by the way
1: (laughs) but it could be evanescence would have been better
0: i thought it was at first i was like really and i i looked through the credits to see it was not
2: Uh, on his way home, he scares a couple kids that are in the car next to him. Uh, once he gets over to his place, he decides he's going to eat a Twinkie, grab some books and some CDs. As he's doing that, he notices again that his neighbor has arrived across the street. He's kind of looking over at her, and he says to himself, Who's going to know? She will. And you will (laughs) You will have to live with
1: yourself
0: No bacon No
1: Bad Bad bacon Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But
2: Bacon As He'll do in this Paul Verhoeven movie uh, Starts to take off his clothes And his mask We cut over to the neighbor She's getting out of the shower Doorbell rings she answers it. No one's there. Uh, doorbell keeps ringing, so she does that thing where she opens the door, walks out into the hallway, still doesn't see anybody. She goes over and sets out a vanity, kind of is applying some lotion. Uh, her mirror starts to tilt down. She fixes it, and then it tilts up. She stands up. She's scared. Uh, She gets grabbed, and we see her kind of being forced to the bed. We cut over to Linda, who arrives at Bacon's place, and she finds the clothes and the mask on the ground. As she's leaving, we kind of see Linda from the hallway. Uh, She's pretty suspicious, but obviously can't see him. And we're back over at the lab. The team is dividing up the Trank guns. Uh, Bacon shows up and says that he just left to get a few things. He's getting stir crazy. Linda tells him, if you pull that shit again, I'll go straight to the committee. Once she says that, Sarah the vet comes over and says, doesn't the committee already know? Which is a good question to ask. Uh, But they don't. Linda says her and Matt will take responsibility. Uh, We cut over back to Carter. He's getting Bacon's vitals. And he starts asking him some real pervy questions like, uh, what was it like being out there in the world? If it was me, I'd be fucking with people. Touching them, whispering in their ears. Bacon admits that he did mess with one lady and scared her a little. And Carter is super into that.
1: Yeah.
0: No, Carter. No.
1: You scare. What else you do? Yeah. Uh,
2: We cut over to Linda.
1: You think that's? You think the actor practic? Like that's the one scene he like really honed in on.
2: It's probably what he read to get this part.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, did you fuck with her?
2: Yeah And Verhoeven was like, I can totally see myself in your character So <laughs> you're hired uh, We do cut over to Linda in bed Her window is open We kind of see the sheets start getting pulled off of the bed um, We also see her being undressed the phone rings, and she snaps awake, so that was just a
1: dream. I did watch this with uh Sam, like I said, and at this part, when it alludes to maybe him raping her, she just like yelled out loud. Sam was like, "Come on, you fucking asshole, not again <laughs> like so she's she's totally uh you know anti bacon at this point mm-hmm so. If she's if she's our, our our metric, you know, the audience should at this point be not like not even like neutral on bacon. You should be like fuck bacon. Yeah,
2: I I think if you get to the end of this movie, or even definitely at this point in the movie, if you're pro bacon, <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's weird because he still kind of he still gets worse, but like <laughs> you're saying, yeah, there's like there's so many points you could get off this train.
2: If after the first half hour you were finding yourself in the pro bacon camp, get help. <laughs> yeah. We cut over to a meeting at the lab. Matt is reporting his results. His revision gets up to 95%, but then it collapses. Uh, bacon snaps at him. Linda defends it, but Bacon is now calling invisibility his gift. And he threatens Linda some more. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Bacon does turn into like a giant sex fiend as soon as he goes invisible. At no point in this movie does he ever try to help himself out of this situation that he has put himself in.
0: By trying to work on his own project?
2: Yeah. So he's getting like real shitty at everybody for not figuring it out. But he's too busy raping people
1: (laughs) yeah that might have been a cool thing is that like you know you shoot some sequences with him trying to work on it with brolin Mm -hmm. you know like you see a keyboard typing and blah 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 like he you know the first few days he's like trying to figure it out and you know they're like hey you should be resting blah 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 he's like no i gotta work on this and then maybe like you uncover that he's been fucking up josh brolin shit the whole time Like at a certain point, like that would be awesome. Yeah. Like, oh no, he was like, he was pretending to try to cure this, but he doesn't want to, you know? And then maybe you bring in one of the other characters to have figured that out. And that gives Brolin more motivation to be like, oh no, I actually did figure this out. You just kept sabotaging me or something. Yeah. Like you're saying, Mm -hmm. it's really weird that they go three days. He's miserable. 10 days. He's like throwing up and shit, and then he gets to rape a woman, and then he's like, this is a gift, you know?
0: Oh <laughs> my a god. Yeah. Uh,
2: Bacon's in his room. He's eating some Twinkies. He's probably smashing them all up and then just licking them out of the wrapper. Probably. He starts studying his security camera. He goes down to the lab and gets some parts, hooks him up to the camera. We cut over to Linda's place. Uh, We kind of get a shot, like a POV shot, going up the fire escape. We see Matt shows up. Uh, Linda pulls off her pants, and these two start banging. But the window gets smashed in. Linda's worried, so she calls the lab. But they report back that Bacon is visible on camera in his room. We cut back over to the lab. Bacon's kind of walking around, sulking. Uh, He's mad that Linda and Matt are together. The dog that we saw earlier just keeps barking and barking, and Bacon just walks over and slams him the same way Jason Voorhees slams a person in a sleeping bag.
0: Definitely not a dad dog. Goddamn.
1: I mean, it is brutal. It Mm -hmm. looks fucking great how like the like the timing that they get on painting up and hitting the the you know the feed on the thermal camera oh. but the sad truth is is there's people out there who go all right now you've lost me you killed the dog i'm done i'm out, I'm out. <laughs> they made it through the finaling they made it through the rape no i'm done
0: you can you can rape all you want but do not kill an animal
1: yep
2: <laughs> oh, man, I was totally with Bacon up until this point because I'm a dog guy, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: My favorite animal is a monster dog.
0: <laughs> I like that guy. Uh,
2: Linda shows up at the lab. They find the camera setup that Bacon's hooked up. Uh, Linda and Matt at this point decide this situation is totally lost. They have to go tell the Pentagon guy. So we cut over to his house. They br- they brief Kramer on what's been going on. Uh, as soon as they leave, Kramer kind of goes outside. He's lighting up his pipe.
1: He does not let up on these. Like they just, it's really just written at how f- he is just so disappointed in them. <laughs> like you really fucked up. Doesn't accept any apology. Nothing. Just
0: should probably start packing.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think, little late I think for apologies. Like it's just, it's it's brutal.
2: Yeah, I think there's a part like right when they are leaving, leaving. Uh, they're like, well, if it's any consolation, we really, we really feel bad about this. And he's like, hey, maybe you should just start cleaning out your desks.
1: <laughs> I don't have that in me. Even when I'm mad at somebody, I'm still like, yeah, it's all right. Like after three rounds of reaming you, I'm kind of worn out. But this guy, he's. He's legit.
2: Uh, So he is smoking a pipe outside. We see Bacon's face appear in the smoke. Kramer gets pushed into his pool. pool, And then we see Bacon drown him. Back over at the lab, Linda finds out that Kramer has been drowned the night before. That water effect
1: of him climbing out of the pool, I think, still holds up, too.
0: Hmm. and say yeah these are some of the better stuff that holds up the water and all that
2: Yeah. Uh, Linda tries to call another general but as soon as she picks up the phone the line gets cut her and Matt go over to the elevator thinking they'll get upstairs to another phone but their access codes don't work
0: uh, he pulled a Peter man Fucking Hollow Man and Stage Fright, same movie, Karan. <laughs> same movie.
2: Well, plus we got the microscope thing, so I guess this is kind of a... Maybe this is a perfect blend of the Phantom and Stage Fright.
1: <laughs> I don't know. One of these leans into rape a little bit more than the other two. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, my psychopath was not interested in raping women.
1: No. The financier in your movie was trying to fondle them. That was about as far as... it. Well, and the the doctor.
0: He was... It was the best day of his life. Yeah, he was... Yeah,
1: he... He had a shot and he took it. It's like, finally.
2: Uh, These docs, they... They decide they're going to go check on Bacon.
1: Well, you know what? I'm going to take that back because Catherine Zeta-Jones, she would have raped any of them, I think. She, she she did ask for the Phantom's body.
0: Yeah.
2: She did request a corpse be given to her. Yeah. So
0: Bones might win this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you picked the most perverted movie, Bones. Your movie was worse than Hollow Man. Uh, the doctors, they go to check on Bacon, but the last one, Janice, she forgets her goggles, so she runs back to grab him. As soon as she walks out the door, Bacon pops out of nowhere with, like, a rope and strangles her. Uh, all the rest of them, they run back over to the lab, realizing Janice is not there, and they find her dead in a little Locker. I don't really know why he took the time to jam her in there. They were going to find her pretty quickly.
1: Well, she's not invisible.
2: Yeah, but I guess I just mean, like, how long does it take to move a body into a locker? They found it in, like, ten extra seconds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's That's all he needs.
0: Why wouldn't they have him mix some of the stuff up and, like, hit people with it? To make them invisible, just be like.
1: You, you got to save something for the sequel, dude.
0: Well, but uh, if he does that, Christian Slater did.
2: He can't really keep track of them if they're invisible. That's that's his big
1: advantage.
0: Well, yeah, thermals. <laughs> then you can see him. I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess he. Well, would it? Would the shits? St- well. There was all that quantum bullshit that they kind of hint at. Like it's not necessarily just the the serum. There's some other electrical shit going on. But it would be cool. Like if he killed them and then he injected them with the serum. Like you're yeah, if that's what you were getting at. Like you literally hide the body by making it
0: yeah
1: hollow. I mean the
0: the lady didn't trip over a 800 pound gorilla. So she's not gonna trip over a dead body. <laughs> That's
2: a good point. Uh, everyone realizes that Bacon has fully thought this out. Nobody knows what's going on except for the people in that lab, and he's essentially destroying the evidence. Matt and Carter load up a couple Trink guns and go to look for him. Linda starts following Bacon's movement on another computer monitor they have. Um, so they show up as like little red triangles. She
1: says uh, they developed this because they kept losing the rats. Hmm. I don't know. Might have been easier just to put a goddamn coll- like collar on them. But <laughs> they cool.
2: didn't. All, all these doctors couldn't think up a collar. But <laughs> well,
1: that's true. A collar is not as cool. You're right, Dan. This computer thing is real cool.
2: Frank briefly mentions that uh, he can't break the encryption, but he has identified a ladder in the elevator shaft that they could use to get out. Matt and Carter kind of split up in a hallway, so they're going to kind of corner Bacon. But as soon as they both turn, uh, they meet each other. So, how do you get by us, Matt says. They put on their thermals, they're looking everywhere for him. They shoot, a, they shoot, like, behind a pipe, but they realize it's just a steam vent over there. One of these classic underground scientific labs that's just full of steam vents and pipes everywhere. Uh, as soon as Matt turns around, he sees that Carter's getting choked. Matt shoots up at where Bacon would be, but he hits the pipe and breaks it open. We briefly see Bacon in the steam... But he just lets go of Carter, and the guy falls in a real bad way, slams his head on like a piece of metal jutting out from the wall. God. And now he's just bleeding out everywhere. Matt gives chase, uh, but he can't pick him up anywhere with all the steam. So he's got the goggles on, but as the temperature in the hallway rises, he's getting less and less, you know, bacon in his vision. Uh, Matt, I I don't know why I thought this was funny, but he just yells out over the monitor, like, I'm losing resolution. (laughs) Matt grabs a fire extinguisher. Uh, he starts spraying it so there's, you know, something in the air that he could at least see a body move in. Uh, Bacon pops out. These two start to fight a little bit. Frank and Sarah, the vet, find Carter. Sarah says that his pulse is really weak, and she's going to go get some blood to treat him. She runs over to the freezer, uh, grabs a bunch of blood, and the door shuts behind her. There's no one there, but she says, Frank? Frank? I don't think it's Frank.
0: There's an invisible man running around and you went with Frank. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So Sarah starts tearing open all the blood that she just got and throwing it on the floor. So I guess I hope that Carter just naturally heals up at this point because (laughs) if those are his blood bags, he's not going to have much left. Uh, she's challenging Sebastian to take one more step, you know, so she could at least see where he is, but he's behind her. She takes the last bag of blood and throws it all over him. He pins her to the ground and shoots her with a dart and then snaps her neck. Frank, Linda, and Matt all run into the lab, find Sarah dead and the floor covered in Carter's blood. Frank is spraying the fire hydrant while Matt and Sarah are talking and then he just gets stabbed with a crowbar. This crowbar comes back several times. Why didn't they just give us a shot of like the crowbar running down a hallway? (laughs) That would have looked cool. Yeah. Uh, So Matt gets stabbed as well with the crowbar. Matt and Linda are in the freezer, and Bacon locks the door and turns the temperature way down. So Matt's kind of bleeding out. There's no way to get out of here.
0: You could pull the wires on the back of the uh, air conditioning there. They were clearly visible. Uh, You know, they didn't watch the bones, uh, VHS.
1: Yeah, dude, she was making fucking headway on that glass.
3: Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Quite honestly, I was like, "It's breaking.
0: Keep going." Also, I think kind of it kind of looked like she hit it and it broke, and she was like, "Oh, because notice she kind of pulls back a little." Yeah, it's like, "Oh happened. shit!"
1: Sorry, I wasn't supposed to break. Yeah, and
0: I was like, "I wonder if if she wasn't supposed to do that."
1: Yeah, like the prop masters on the other side, like, "No, no, no! Holy shit! That was the only one we had." <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll take us two
2: hours to reset. So. Fuck. Chill out.
1: All this blood all over the place and shit.
2: Uh, We cut over to Bacon. He's getting dressed. He draws some eyebrows onto his mask, so now he just looks like a normal person. Mm -hmm. Like any one of us looks. Hello, face. So, Matt passes out. Linda, at this point, is trying to break open the door with the crowbar. Uh, Apparently, she can't, even though we all saw that She probably could. The temperature is dropping pretty quickly inside the freezer. Linda sheds a tear and it freezes onto her cheek.
1: Fucking poetic as hell, dude.
2: She's just about giving up hope, but guys, over in the corner of this freezer is Linda's one and only tool, the defibrillator. (laughs) She runs over. Uh, She rips the wires out of this thing and essentially creates a giant magnet.
0: Magnets, bitch.
2: Back over in the lab, Bacon is mixing up a bomb. He tests it out first, so we hear an explosion.
0: I kind of love how they're just doing science in the middle of all this, though. It's like... All right. Yeah, that makes sense. They I, are. yeah, I love how
1: nonchalant he is about like shaking it up and fucking tossing it. Yeah.
2: So he's, he's mixing up more and more of that and puts it into, uh, what's that thing that spins around like that?
0: Uh, the spinny thing.
2: Centra, yeah.
1: centrifugal, blah,
0: blah, centrifuge,
1: blah. centrifuge, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So he's got a bunch of the explosive loaded up in there and he sets a five minute timer.
1: What do they have? Why do they have all that explosive down there?
2: Well, it's just, you know, ordinary chemicals that he's mixed up because he knows so much about science, so.
1: Okay. All right. I, I That's fine. I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, like, why does he have fucking liquid nitro down there? Like <laughs> Explosives uh, were the key to invisibility the whole time.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: is able to get out of the freezer. She drags out Matt's body. Uh, and guys, if we need another tieback to a previous film in this series, she grabs a bunch of printer paper and sets a little trash fire to warm Matt up.
1: Which I think the science now is saying that it's better for him to have been in the freezer.
2: If he's bleeding out?
1: Yeah. Like hypothermia, like we're actually... Cardiac-related issues, we're actually sort of... uh, They're forcing hypothermia on some people because that's helping sustain. So if hypothermia kind of slows down your heart, if he's bleeding out like that, you don't want your body just fucking pumping constantly. You kind of want it to slow down. So if anything, her thawing him out may not have been the right choice. I don't... I'm just saying, based on what what they're doing now. It's like when these kids fucking fall in the, you know, ice water. And then they're able to revive them, you know, hours later. And then they make movies with Josh Lucas about it being a miracle. And in all actuality, it's like actual just science, but.
0: Yes. Jesus, science doesn't exist. Well, oh yeah, that's right.
1: Nor do monster dogs, but Jesus is my second favorite animal
0: jesus is my monster dog
2: uh bacon's over on the elevator linda comes up and says i can't just let you leave and bacon says well too bad because i'm leaving (laughs) but no science in the world can save you from the speed of elevator doors so (laughs) linda just kind of slides in she's got like a I don't know what it is, but a tank of something. So she lights it on fire and sprays it all over him.
1: Oh, she says something like, who's your god now? Or some Mm -hmm. shit. And then it's just... Yeah, she hits him like six or seven times with that flamethrower.
2: Yeah. She burns him up pretty good. Uh, As his clothes and, I guess, skin are burning off, uh, he becomes more and more hollow again, so... Was a good plan, but <laughs> didn't
0: yeah, I didn't work. really understand that. It's like, wouldn't he be visible then if you burnt him?
2: Well, he was for a little bit, but I think as everything kind of dissolved, flaked
1: off, you know, he would have to be like the. he would have to be surrounded in like absolutely dead skin.
0: I think he would have scabbed up and been like Scab Man
1: Yeah They almost hinted that though As he's going down the hallway It does sort of look like that's what they're going to go for Again leather Uh, collar
2: Linda uses the last bit of fire That she has left to set off the sprinklers Now this sprinkler system Doesn't seem very good Because there's already been a couple fires That have happened in this building And they never kicked on yeah, there's an explosion, so. Uh, so now all the water's coming out. Bacon and Linda have a little scuffle in the water. As they're fighting, it looks like Bacon's gonna essentially choke her out. Matt runs up with the crowbar and bashes Bacon. These two run over to the lab, but they see they've only got about 30 seconds left before the bomb goes off. They get over to the elevator shaft where the ladder is, and they start climbing. The nitro bomb kicks in and starts spinning. It explodes and shoots fire all the way throughout the lab. The explosion shoots the cab of the elevator up. And they narrowly avoid it. Uh, As soon as it gets to the top, starts coming back down. But luckily stops right before it crashes into them. They start climbing again. At this point, a now visible muscle and bone bacon grabs Alinda and pulls her down to the elevator cab. Why is he muscle and bone at this point?
0: Maybe the burning... Yeah, but he already
2: got burned, and it didn't happen. The only, honestly, the only thing I could think of was, they can't just have two characters being like, "He's attacking me," (laughs) because that's what you would have to do. Yeah, if the audience can't see him at this point.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. The yeah. And I think maybe there's a middle ground with what we were talking about earlier. I think you could have had him sort of charred Mm -hmm. and the logic being like, oh, the skin or his, you know, his scabby skin is technically dead and doesn't have the... And then that would have been cool because it could have been just in pieces, but they probably already had the muscle and skin or a skeleton model. And like you were saying, like it just, it seems weird to just have Elizabeth Shue swatting at herself like she's fighting a fly. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Yeah, they really should have just had him be burned and not go back to being the hollow man. Yeah. And then you could have at least had some continuity for this ending segment. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you could have done it practically, it would I think it would have been uh, jarring.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the fact to, like, actually have Kevin Bacon there and see his eyes and shit, I think, would have been terrifying.
2: Uh, so these two are kind of on top of the elevator cab. Bacon, being the everlasting pervert that he is in this movie, says that he just wants one last kiss. Uh, Linda gives him that kiss, but she's able to grab onto the elevator cable and then kind of release the cable break that's on top oh, of the Oh, where, elevator. oh,
1: where can my baby be?
0: Stage fright, baby. Remember that song? I, I remember the song. was Pearl Jam.
1: <laughs> well, Pearl Jam covered, a, what is it? I don't know. It's called Last Kiss, right? Mm. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, your film ended with a cable, Kronn. Mm-hmm. Just like mine.
2: Yeah, and this movie has been on cable.
1: Well, in The Phantom, he gets caught up in a, a bridge and uses that vine.
2: Mm-hmm. So we all got people relying on some
1: kind of rope. And in The Phantom, he runs into that mechanical elevator room to change. So... God damn! All right, we're almost done here. Uh, the,
2: ele- the elevator cab and bacon fall down into the fire below. Should have got one last little shot of his
0: wiener floating so around they, as he they, fell.
1: They do it. They do a bit. It's there. There's a little Krone, mus- muscular testicles.
0: cron has got a crush on that uh, bacon dong, I think.
1: I Not a crush on it. It's just. If you're
2: going to do it once, just commit to it.
0: They, I,
1: a, I think they, they amplify the wobble of that thing in, in the enough. animations.
0: I think Kron's last note is pretty good, but Not could enough. use more bacon dick. Yeah,
1: it could have had more dick in it.
2: All right, so <laughs> Matt and Linda climb up. They walk out into daylight. The firefighters have shown up. They get into the back of an ambulance, and the credits just start rolling. That's the end of Hollow Man, from the year 2000, directed by Paul Verhoeven. (laughs) Uh, Guys, you got some final thoughts on this thing? Yeah.
0: Um... Uh Yeah, it's just Invisible Pervert. I mean, Invisible Pervert Killer, I guess.
2: Two hours. Yeah, it's a little long for... They should have trimmed this thing down a little bit.
0: But, you know. 2000. CG are... Yeah, visual effects look... Pretty decent still, I think. I mean, I didn't mind him. Bones?
1: Uh, I think it's a a fun take. Um, I agree. I think the CG holds up. Sadly, I don't think um, some of the acting holds up. Uh, That might be a Verhoeven thing. I don't know. Um, but I think it's a bummer that it's kind of lost from the, the fear home like encyclopedia of stuff that we talk about. Like, I don't know if I would put it up there with total recall at Robocop. Um, but it seems like, I mean, I know he was kind of in director jail post showgirls, but if anybody else directed this movie, I don't think it would, obviously it wouldn't have been as horny. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also don't think it would have been as fun. Like, I think he brings some, some cool elements to it. So.
2: Do you guys think in 2000, there was ever like a, like a grandpa and he had his, his grandkids with him for the summer. And he was like, there's a new invisible man movie. And, I love The Invisible Man <laughs> with, I don't know, Lon Chaney or whoever was mm-hmm. involved. He took his grandkids down to the multiplex, and they all watched this together.
0: Ruined their lives. for Without them. a yeah. doubt. Without a doubt. It's an Invisible Man movie. How bad could it be? hmm.
1: Yeah, I... I watched so many rated R movies with my grandparents and because of my grandparents. Like, when I would go stay with them for the summer and they'd take me to the video store, they didn't give a shit.
0: Free reign, baby.
1: (laughs) I went and saw me, myself, and Irene with my aunt, and that might be the most, well, let's say, the the most uncomfortable theater visit ever was Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Um, but me, myself, and Irene has some stuff in it that is real uncomfortable to watch next to your aunt. <laughs> Kron, you got any thoughts? Uh, I mean, it's your fucking pick.
2: Yeah, I guess... Uh, I mean, this is not one of the... I, I think Verhoeven had, like, so many movies that I like. I, I probably wouldn't put this in the same tier with the rest of those, but... Uh, I don't know. It's definitely got his style about it. Uh, And I think having his involvement makes this a more interesting movie than like a standard kind of action thing from the year 2000 would have been. So yeah, there's no single part of this movie that is particularly like lasting or interesting but i think as a total package it's like a weird bizarre kind of relic from the early 2000s yeah uh dan you got any further research you want to let us know about
0: yeah, uh, upon further research, gentlemen, um, there's a lot out there, but a lot of it has to deal with um, the special effects and all that t- type of stuff. But uh, Hollow Man was released August 2nd, uh, 2000. It had a budget of $95 million and a box office of $190 million. So this made some goddamn money. Of the budget of 95 50 million dollars went to the visual effects so that's a pretty good chunk there uh six weeks into shooting mrs Shu she tore her achilles tendon and uh she had a sh- which shut down filming like i said they almost replaced her at one point but maybe that's
2: got, why she takes that weird goofy step in it her achilles was all fucked up
0: that might have been the moment Achilles! Kron just always bringing it back to robot jocks. Uh, Guy Pierce and Edward Norton were considered, uh, along with Kevin Bacon. Uh, the word fuck is used 45 times in this film. Uh, this was one of two movies that Mr. Bacon starred in that year. The other one was My Dog Skip. <laughs>
2: So he kinda
0: he did one extreme to the next, you know.
2: Go to the drive in for the bacon double feature.
1: (laughs) Is Guy Pierce like the number one actor of like was almost cast in this role?
0: He was the number one actor of I was almost cast in all these movies, but I didn't get it.
1: Yeah, because he was almost Nolan's Batman. He's fucking great, man. Guy Pierce is fucking great. Yeah, he is. I good. feel so fucking bad for him in Mara uh, Mar Easttown. Why is he there? What is the point of hiring Guy Pierce for this role?
0: It's just her happy ending, I, dude. I, I
1: don't...
0: But yeah, that's all I got. Like I said, there's a lot out there, but it's mostly technical stuff. Uh, I think when they were filming, they kind of let Bacon go after since he's invisible but then they quickly realize like oh we actually fucking need him physically here because all the actors all the other actors are just pushing in some dull performances so you
1: think that's why he's built second
0: who's first is it it's true
1: yeah it's really it's odd i i thought i had read
2: i don't know if this is true but i did read a little thing that said like they had hired her first thinking that she was going to be, I don't know, like the Lori Strode kind of, you know, like the final girl. Uh, and it said that it could have been in that like contract negotiation that she got top billing. Right. Because she was hired first. So it's kind of like even if they if Bacon was bigger than she was at the time, they had already negotiated that top billing. Right. Right. When was
1: leaving Las Vegas? Do you guys... 94, 95? Yeah. I
0: thought it was like 96, but...
1: Because she's going to be coming off The Saint. Probably, right? So, I feel like she has... I mean, she's in a lot of 80s flicks. 95 was leaving Las
0: Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Vegas.
1: So then she goes into she's nominated for that right yeah i think best supporting
0: the saints 97
1: 97 okay which is i I think like a relatively decent hit
0: and then city of angels is 98 where she meets up with mr cage again
1: how much is she in that i don't know how much I don't know if I've seen City of Angels since it came out.
0: That's the love interest, so.
1: Oh, I thought that was.
0: uh... Isn't that the chick he falls in love with?
1: No, it's Meg Ryan.
0: Is it Meg Ryan? Yeah. Oh, fuck.
1: Bro, did you guys ever see Trigger Effect? No. Nope. Okay, save it.
0: Yeah, it is Meg Ryan.
1: I just just saw that. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to write that down fucking crazy all right yeah i don't mean to sidetrack but i so i could kind of see like her trajectory is like oh she's coming back she's having this late renaissance but it still seems odd that she's playing second to to bacon but i get what you're saying if they hired her first and then dan like you were saying if they thought oh we only need bacon there for a third of the time
0: yeah they quickly realized we need him here and yeah this was the first uh First one that Mr. Verhoeven didn't have to fight with the MPAA on (laughs) because every other movie is always came back NC 17. So they didn't push back on this. No, they were like, All right, this is an R. So that's weird, man. (laughs) He was probably like, Well, I guess I didn't do my job.
1: Well, he probably he finally learned his lessons
0: yeah you know yeah but there's
2: a ton of uncomfortable like weird shit in this movie
0: he needed a hit bro so and he got it that's 190 mil so yeah but yeah that's all i got gentlemen
2: hey guys real quick uh what's your favorite verhoeven movie
0: it's probably brobo cop
1: Yeah. I I don't even think it's a probably. I think absolutely it's RoboCop for me. I'd say
2: RoboCop as well. Mhm. I do I, uh, like showgirls a lot more than a lot of people, but it's hard to argue against RoboCop. Yeah.
0: RoboCop should definitely be should have been listed on 5-star bangers, I think. But yeah. Let's well, we'll, get, well let's get there.
1: Let's get there.
0: We'll
1: get there. Everybody, I think everybody does RoboCop. Let's let's mature a little bit, and then I think let's from I think there's a bit of a gap. Then we got Total Recall.
0: I I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, I'm a fan of Starship Troopers. I I enjoy Starship.
1: Yeah, Troopers, I'm trying so. not to give too much away on my letterbox here. I just asked for the first one. So. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's it's just my nature.
2: I <laughs> wasn't trying to get you to, you know, rank all of them, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I could. Speaking of rankings, want.
2: maybe we should go into a little game called Rate My Letterboxd. No, we shouldn't. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah I need to... What? No. Are
0: right, you guys going uh, to do MFK later?
1: We do MFK after.
0: Yeah, that's right. But I, true.
1: Kron, I know we want to do this, but I need to take a pee break.
0: Okay. A tinkle. Hey, this is Zany, the invisible snake from Hollow Man. And I'm very fucking pissed that I was not seen in that feature. But giving up to the 5G Reynolds podcast for trying to throw some light on this invisible snake over here. They need should have been seen hashtag that's why i love five day reynolds podcast you can find them on instagram you can find them on twitter you can find them at five day reynolds podcast at zmail.com they fight for the common man and invisible snake
2: all right guys we're back bones way to leave these listeners on the edges of their seats
1: excuse me i don't want to be fucking rude but i've been here for two goddamn hours oh, staring shit. at my computer
2: it sounds I, like paul verhoven is here
1: god damn do you not know how to fucking use your computer i taught you
0: it is an honor sir it is an honor i Lunch. learned
1: how to build
2: DNA sequences for I, me, I, sir.
1: Five minutes into my movie, I show you how to use the fucking video computer thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> they told me say, you...
2: What? I, I'd, I'd say more than computers, your films have taught me about
1: sexual deviancy. <laughs> right. Yeah, have you got
0: laid today, sir?
1: I, I wake up, I get laid. I eat breakfast, I get laid. It's just like. Now I'm concerned that you two don't get laid.
0: I mean, we're not world famous directors. We don't just. Listen, I'm all day. trying
1: to make movies for the kid who does has no father, no bigger brother to show you. The life is all about titch and blood, right?
2: Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, you know, speak for yourself, Dan. I'm laying plenty of pipe, dude.
1: Yeah. I don't know, but the fact that you didn't speak up early, that's like, you know, most dudes, when they, they fuck a lot, they say, yes, I fuck, but I bring it up, and you say nothing, so.
2: I, was just I didn't thinking. want to cut you off, you're a big time Hollywood director, listen, I don't
1: listen. want to. Some fucking creepy dude, send me a telegram, he says, my dudes are doing your movie, I show up, I'm trying to fucking promote the lesbian non-movie, right? It looks good. Mm-hmm. Right, how about that poster? Right. right, yeah, yeah. Got a
0: sh- nipple right on the legit
1: titlating, right?
0: <laughs> uh, titty bot. I mean, ticket bot, dude.
1: Ish. Mm-hmm. All right. I directed this fucker. What do you want to know? Come on,
0: um, sir, how long did you did you sit with the visual effects team, or did you just kind of tell them what you wanted and? They just delivered, or did you have to get on to those guys, or what?
1: I'm, like, notorious for being a very comfortable. Like, I love actors. I love screenwriters, and I love everything post-production. I I want everybody's input, right? So, But it's obvious when you watch a Paul Verhoeven movie, it's Paul Verhoeven. So, obviously, I'm there, they give me a script, right? I fuck on top of the script. Mm-hmm. This dominates the script; is now mine.
0: Yeah, don't give that to anybody else after that.
1: Right, it's 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 domination, right? <laughs> and
0: we understand you cast Elizabeth shoe first. Is that before Bacon?
1: Yes. So I knew I wanted the you seen Back to the Future? Oh, yeah. Right? So don't I wanted Don't need a credit card. That's right. So I had seen Elizabeth Shue in Back to the Future and Karate Kid and a bunch of other... Like, she's just a blonde Hollywood bitch, right? And the last yeah, time I, I worked know. with a Hollywood bitch, she let me down, right? So I needed a big hit. So I bring in Shue. She's number one. Then I've, she got a weak ankle and Everybody almost saved, fucked...
0: Saved by the bell there, right?
1: Oh, listen. Everybody shit on, uh, you know, one Elizabeth fuck me and then the other Elizabeth fuck me, right? I can't... Mm-hmm. Damn. So, that's 100 million to make this movie. That would not fly today, right? If I have a bomb... Like I did with uh, Showgirls, I wouldn't get ninety million to make a fucking movie. I th- Slipping I into I... Arnold there for a second, <laughs> yeah, but. a
2: little bit. Uh, I think my movie. biggest question is: Did you? I mean, I did work did... with
1: the fuckier on, uh, you know, *Told Recall*, and we just did yeah. a f- a four K comment. G- give the guy some slack, me, right? <laughs>
2: Uh, I think my biggest question is: Did you personally pick the music that Kevin Bacon listens to in his
0: Porsche?
1: Originally, Kevin Bacon wanted his own music.
0: Mm-hmm. He does have a band. You know,
1: he's got the band. Mm-hmm. So, in terms it's, of uh, no. male actors with shitty bands, right? <laughs>
0: number sure. they,
1: one. Number one is Kevin Bacon and his brother. They shuck, and then I mean,
0: shui, who's thry.
1: Oh, well, then you got the Russell Crowe and those like bastards. Then there's Keanu. We love Keanu, but Dog Star, get out of here. Well, right? doesn't uh, they,
2: J- Johnny Depp have some kind of
1: Johnny date? Depp will occasionally come out with like Maryland Mansion and like strum around and he wants to be Keith Richards, but he's really not, but he's too busy, you know. Burying his jewelry in the desert or some shit, yeah. you know, like for—I
0: don't think—getting his ass beat by some eyeliner. blonde
1: bitch, you know. Blonde bitches run your Hollywood. at shocks.
0: Sounds like uh, you just don't like blonde ladies.
1: Go back. Watch my shit. Right?
0: Hey, uh, did did you feel like you had a victory there with the MPAA when they came back and said? Rated R and not NC-17?
1: Listen, okay, so I plug the shit out of a dude on RoboCop, right? And I got to cut that down.
0: Let's get that drop.
1: Yeah. Then uh, I put a woman with three titties, right? I pull a big-ass thing out of Arnold's face. All sorts of shit, right? I show the Sharon Stone beaver. I learned my lesson with Hollywood, right? And that's what the dish show.
2: Yeah, so that, that's why you made this uh, action-packed rape movie, that the DMPAA.
1: Like, I, if I anybody they, can thread the needle of rape and fucking murder, it's Paul Verhoeven in the year 2000, right?
0: I can't argue. You did it, sir. You did it. Uh, you ever work with um, Kim Hinkle?
1: No. Dude. Never heard of her? Him. I know him. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know how, like...
0: What about you know Brian of Pol- You know
1: of people. De Palma, he was on chat whenever we did the thermal camera stuff. I'm surprised you guys didn't call him in.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, do you... Uh, do you like mr de palma's work you guys kind of have some like i figured the yeah the venn diagram for you two would be a lot of overlap i think
1: well sometimes perverts don't like other perverts right because they mm-hmm. like you can't have two dudes beaten off outside of a window right
2: <laughs> right
1: so it kind Makes of def- it kind of defeats the whole purpose so like i'm here watching this if there's another guy beating off next to me now i'm listening to him beating off. It's like in porn when they show the guy's face. Like, who is this for?
0: You're older than Mr. De Palma, aren't you?
1: Fucking barely, right? But still, like, more virile. (laughs) Shit, dude.
0: You got that long-lasting European stride.
1: I mean, I was born in fucking Nazi-occupied times, right? Like, I'm fucking... Bulletproof. The Palma is a fucking choir boy. <laughs> hey, I mean, Slipping back that, into Arnold.
0: A, you ever work with that Herzog guy? He kind of sounds like you.
1: It's two very different countries, dude. It's like <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's kind of.
1: I mean, I'm you a dumb American You sound like shoot. a fucking uh, deep south uh, redneck, hey, let's go, yeah. Brandon. Fuck, right. Is that, Midwest, to, is that what you want to? Is that what you want to hear?
0: Midwest.
1: All right. I thought we were talking oh, Hollow uh, well, it Man. Sure. You shouldn't talking about Brian De Palma and all this shit, dude.
0: There's some similarities, Mister uh, Verhoeven. There. Auschwitz.
1: But- That's a German thing, not a Dutch thing. Just bringing that up.
2: I think on. That so you note, could see why should-
1: I'd be upset. Saying <laughs> I sound <laughs> we'll like it. Werner fucking Herzog
0: you know, um, this won't be. I don't think this will be the last film we covered by you, sir. Uh, would you be willing to come back to the Five Day Reynolds podcast?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay.
2: Fantastic news.
0: We love you, sir. We love your work. Uh, a little pervy. Yeah, no, I hey, think you've got away with it this far. I
1: mean, but listen, think- it's pervy, but it's not ever in ill intent.
0: It's pervy, but it's
1: artsy. It's legal. right. It's all to show a point. If you get excited by what my character does, that's on you. You're a fucking dirty dude. But if you get excited by Elizabeth Shue, right? So mm-hmm. you ask about NC-17, about how I avoided it. Now, in the original script, there was a part where Elizabeth Shue, she jerk off Josh Brolin like real hard, right? And this is to fucking show her grip strength. So later on in the elevator shaft sequence, it doesn't seem weird that she can hold on with one hand on the elevator cable, mm. right? Yeah, that would have that would have helped. That it would have helped you, but in editing room, I knew this is like not going to fly. So I took out the jerk off, and instead added a whole weird scene with like just a black lady pishing.
0: right? Oh. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, I. You know, this has been a great chat. I think the next time we cover one of your films, we'll get you back here. I'd love, love to introduce you to Kim Hinkle. So maybe we'll get both of them on at the same time.
1: Somebody might be bold enough to try it, but maybe start reading some books on improv and other things, (laughs) try to figure out how to do it. uh,
0: I'd love to hear some Showgirls stuff. I'm sure Kron is going to bring...
1: Oh, Showgirls horny. to the show eventually. So. Showgirls, it continues to be, people are, are realizing what we did with Loving that it. movie. Right, yeah. So yeah. in 20 years, it'll be...
0: Very woman-empowering a lot of Show
1: Showgirls is then. my On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Mm-hmm. And that means nothing to you because I know you both just fucking shit on Bond. So yes. Never heard of it. Yeah, you Too don't bad. know.
0: Bones isn't here. He would have jumped right uh, in on on that Bond Talk about tub. a... Talk about a bond perv, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right, sir, uh, Mr. Verhoven, we love you.
1: Oh, it's uh, great. I gotta get back. Come back. I gotta get back. Yeah, I gotta, we gotta do I gotta
0: wrap up the show.
1: AOL, I got to you Yahoo, I got to do all this press for the the Benedita for the the nun and stuff, so Yeah. I
0: mean, we'll might we we'll check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm 83 uh, years old, but I'm still going. I'm still making movies with titties.
0: I mean, it doesn't get old. Okay, they always sell.
1: See you guys. I wish you luck. Uh, so, Mr. Sir. An You're an You're okay, open. show.
0: Good luck at your
2: premiere. <laughs> we we mediocrely try to make an okay show. So we tried.
1: Oh fuck, man! Sorry, I took. I had to take shit.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, you missed. He missed Verhoeven. He came by. He dropped a lot of Bond facts on us. What?
0: Yeah, that doesn't yeah. like Brian De Palma apparently. Paul he Verhoeven was talking, to talking
1: to the, about Bond. He he was talking to the two wrong oh guys. I told him, dude.
0: Yeah, it's like he doesn't like De Palma. Nah, not really. Something about two perverts jerking off outside a window. It was weird. Yeah, well, you he would, said he's, you
1: wouldn't want two perverts. Like if you're one of those perverts, you don't want another pervert there defeats well, kind of said defeats the whole point scary. of being a pervert yeah
2: it was like one of those stories that was specific enough that you kind of it it probably happened at least once so mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah maybe at one of those um Brian singer parties or something hm uh sorry let's rate this thing uh, yeah guys. I think we were gonna rate this before I went into the bathroom so uh it's not my movie I guess I can go first. Uh, Dan, I'm going to give you a 2.0. Cron, I'm going to give you a
0: 2.5. Bones, I'm going with a. I'm going with a 2.5. Cron, I'm going with a 3.0. Uh. I'm going to give you both a three. Bones, expose yourself.
1: Fellas, I'm a solid three. Obviously, I don't think this is uh, Verhoeven's best. I think there's... But I don't think it's any uh, issue on Verhoeven. I think it's some script stuff. I think it's... I think his acting stuff, especially when you get like post show or including showgirls, the acting is kind of weird. It's almost like he is trying to be American and lean into it. You know, does it doesn't make sense considering how actually Starship Troopers might be where he really fucked up the whole how to work with actors, maybe not casting people who can not act. Um, but yeah, I think the CG high, like holds up. I think there's some really good ideas here. I think just a few tweaks, like we talked about. But still fun. Still enjoyed watching it the second time. 3.0.
0: Uh, gentlemen, the Letterboxd user rating is a 2.6. I am a 2.5 on this film. Um, it's just... I don't know. I I said there was some stuff in here that I just didn't think they really needed to add. But, I mean, it kept me entertained. I paused it, and there was only, like, 20 minutes left. And I was like, oh, that's that's good. That's a good sign. But, I mean, CG holds up a lot. But, uh, yeah, some of the acting is just kind of off. And maybe just a little too long, maybe. But, yeah, 2.5 for me.
2: Uh, So I kind of said before, I think this movie is a weird relic of the early 2000s. I do think having Paul Verhoeven uh, work on this was a good choice. I think because of that, this holds up a lot better than a lot of stuff from that time period would have. I'm going to give this a 3.5. Wow. Uh, I like, I mean, it's such a weird movie, right? Like, (laughs) I don't know if I could think of another movie that's like this. Um, Yeah, I would agree. When Paul Verhoeven made Starship Troopers, he probably started going for different acting performances than would normally be in a Hollywood movie. And I think he continued to do that through the rest of his Hollywood run. Um, I like how campy this movie is uh and i just like how weird it is um it's not fun in a it, it it's a less fun than a lot of his other movies that have bad acting like i would probably put starship troopers and showgirls above this um but i don't know man uh paul verhoven's a weird dude he makes weird movies and i, I like that so 3.5
1: I actually had you both hire before the record and talked myself down based on, like, I, I need to just stick with the initial. It's not the first time Got I've it. done that, but, yeah.
2: All right. Uh, let's update this page. Okay, Hollow Man would have an average rating from us of 3.0. It would be ranked number 18 on the list. That would put it right below Strangeland and right above Black Dog.
0: tell me stage fright came in at 30 and this came in at 18
2: stage fright came in at 31 now this would have bumped it down another
1: and where's phantom Uh,
2: the phantom is number 23
0: cron did i rank all of these movies 2.5
2: I can tell you that You gave the Phantom a Mm 2 You gave this A 2.5 And you gave Stage Fright a 2.5 I think the difference to me is Stage Fright is forgettable Like It's kind of formulaic It's just doing a slasher thing It's kind of hard To call Hollow Man (laughs) Forgettable
1: Yeah if Stage fright would have kept the weirdness up for the last half hour like the goofiness, I think it would have had more staying power. Dan, did you just admit that you actually want to give Phantom
0: 2.5? Not saying that, I just thought when <laughs> I think you're today, I think
1: unconsciously you
0: I don't know what it's going to happen at the rewind number 4. I can't I can't confirm, I can't deny. I just thought that I was like, I think I went 2.5 on everything. Yep. I didn't have time to look at my notes.
1: Well, Kron, concerning the Rate My letterboxed points, uh, this was your game. You got a 1.5. Dan, you came in with a respectable one, and I uh, ripped my Achilles tendon and only got a f- <laughs> .5. So... Achilles. Achilles. So how does that put us? Should be uh, relatively end, balanced. At the end of Hollow
2: Man, I would have a score of five. Bones would have a four.
1: Dan would have a three. Rigged. I feel like I got to earn some points for like, you guys get to sit in on all these Guest interviews, it's kind of kind of a bummer.
0: Hey, Nate Hann showed up
1: last week. Yeah, well, that's true. Hey but.
0: I had somebody in the works, but something else came through and I was like, mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, who all cares? Right, guys, we'll, who cares? We'll I, I get all, I get to hear it when I edit. That's all right.
2: We'll have uh, all sorts of fun characters coming up in future episodes of five day rentals. Uh, I think we've got one more thing to do before we move into after showers, which would be fuck, Mary kill. Uh, since I'm talking right now, I'll go ahead and start. I would marry the Phantom because it's fun. It's lighthearted. You're going to have a good time. Uh, I would fuck Hollow Man because it's obsessed with it. I would kill Stage Fright Because I'd get it right between the eyes
0: I think I'm gonna marry the phantom I'm gonna fuck Aquarius Stage Fright Aquarius And I'm gonna kill Hollow Man Because he's an evil bastard
1: I think I gotta go with Kron. I think I gotta marry the Phantom, right? It's really the only one you want to bring home. Yeah. And you, you know, say. you know, I'm fucking that Hollow Man.
0: I think it's, it's, it's you begging Italian for chicks. it. You know it. It's,
2: yeah, it's begging for it in every frame, dude.
1: It's just spreading that invisible hole, just asking, asking only for you it. Find it. That's your reward for finding it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I'm reluctantly killing stage stage fright, like I said. It's so close to just being a fucking fun flick. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Do we got another monster dog on our hands or another... uh,
0: you never know what's going to happen in three weeks. Slowly you know, you're gonna be driving down, going to be driving down the fucking road and be like, yeah, that owl mask was pretty cool. All right, that wraps
2: up Hollow Man. It also wraps up our category, Wear a Mask, Please. And that means we're going to need a new category to pick from. And Dan will be in charge of that.
0: Y'all ready?
1: Uh, I'll be ready after I take a shower.
0: Yeah, I need to take a shower. Yeah. My right. se- my uh, seat's
1: all warm, like some Dutch guy was sitting in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? It's oh, like, I thought
2: maybe a hollow man had been sitting there. That could have been it too. All right, uh, thanks for listening to the 5-Day Rentals. Make sure to rate, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you should also crash and burn.
1: Go fucking iceberg.
0: Coffee and Twinkies, y'all.
2: It's time for the most exciting time guys Where anything is possible Yeah We're right in that sweet in between Of finishing one category and starting another Who knows What we'll get Only one man can decide And that man is Laundry Dan
1: it's that, it's that first date feeling you know
0: mm-hmm. I'm in charge of your fates now baby Yeah you know but exciting and new, your
1: yeah. You're like willing to pay, you know, I'll 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 cover dinner. Maybe Not I'll gonna go Dutch. Maybe I'll get laid. I don't know. Knowing and Dan, we might go Dutch fucking foreign ass films and shit all the time.
0: Uh you never know what I've been working on around here. Crown was asking me earlier what the hell I'm doing. <laughs>
2: Well, guys, I've got random.org pulled up. I've got Dan's numbers in 21 to 30. Dan, what numbers are excluded from your list?
0: Uh, Number 22, 25, 28, and 29 can not be played.
2: All right. Well, guys, let's see what fate has in store for the three of us.
3: Twenty
0: seven. All right, gentlemen. This is a category. Eh, you're not gonna have to do too much research. I think it's pretty I think it's pretty wide open here. Um what was it? 27? Twenty-seven? Jesus. Twenty-seven, yes. Twenty-seven is gonna be a category that I came up with called brainwashed. So this category is going to be any movie that features somebody brainwashing or manipulating the mind. Uh, Could be a cult. I'd let that fly. Uh, Hypnotism? Hypnotism would be allowed as well. So just anything in that realm that you would like.
2: What about... Uh-oh. someone trying to convince people that something's happening and no one will believe them.
0: Well, I think brainwashing is eventually you do convince whoever you're trying to convince to do what you set out to do. Bones? Uh. I I
1: think what Kron's describing is more paranoia than brainwashing. Yeah, like in that it veer, it's 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 in that zone. But I,
0: I think it's more of a mind game.
1: Yeah. So are you willing to open it up to a mind game or a brain game thing, or you want to keep it in that manipulation aspect? Because that's what it is. Like Kron's is like the. Antithesis of manipulation, where yours is implying. Yep. That okay.
0: That it actually went through.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. You're saying.
0: I think the someone people is... that that are being convinced have to be convinced. You know what I mean?
3: They're...
2: It has so. So if they eventually believe this person in the end.
0: I guess that would be, yes, you successfully brainwashed somebody.
2: All right. I got a movie to watch to see if I can make this work or not.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, all right, guys. Good luck and good night. Uh, what? Uh, oh. You got to
2: tell I, us what your movie I gotta is. got to tell you
0: what the movie is. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, I got a gift a few weeks back. I actually seen that this was streaming finally. And
1: uh on some weird ass fucking foreign app that we have to No. No. <clears throat> okay.
0: I believe so, it's on
1: Go to your Hoopla account and download
2: <laughs> and search Russian XDR14. For...
0: It is on Prime Video right now, streaming. And you can also rent it if you want to go that route for one ninety nine. Uh, it is from my favorite year, nineteen eighty eight. Uh, my dudes, we're gonna watch a movie called The Brain. Don't know if any of you have ever uh, came across that little little gym there. An hour and thirty five minutes, directed by Ed Hunt. all right all right yeah is streaming on amazon uh next week on the podcast we will have our very first special guest joining us as well so uh i will send him this information so he can do his research that he's supposed to do
2: i don't mean to burst your bubble but we get special guests on this thing
1: all the damn time yeah
0: we had one tonight,
1: Dan. And I seem to miss I mean, half of them.
0: Hosting the show with us. I mean, you know, there from the beginning. Man. Just, just
1: once, I'd like to just say hello to Jesse the body.
0: You know? That's the one you're harping over?
1: Well, I, I, I know Seagal. <laughs> if I didn't know him, that'd be the one, but...
0: The promo for the last episode was amazing, by the way. I forgot to tell you that.
1: Yeah, he... When he came into the studio... So, like, I wasn't here, but the the guy that was also recording it, he said, yeah, he that there were some complaints inside of the house. (laughs) Or studio, rather. (laughs) that, That other people in the studio wanted to know what the fuck was going on in there. Who were you yelling at? All right, The Brain.
0: Yeah, gentlemen, 1988, directed by Ed Hunt. Um, I've never seen it. I mean, I don't know if any of you two have or not. I, I don't uh,
1: recognize Ed Hunt, and then I clicked on his work, and I definitely don't recognize anything from Ed Hunt. So.
2: Oh, I saw this pop up in my, like, here's a movie you might enjoy.
0: Yeah, it did recently just start streaming on uh, Amazon. I seen that the other, the other day, and I was like, "Oh, sweet."
1: I do think Prime has the best algorithm of, like, what you might enjoy. Tubies is okay too, but.
0: Uh, but all right, yeah, a lot of. A lot of the new stuff I'm going over with, I'm running into a lot of issues. And, But he is a very ugly man, Mr. Ed Hunt is.
1: Ouch.
2: <laughs> Why isn't this Turkish film available anywhere? I know the guys would love it.
0: We're just having fun right now, guys. Wait till it gets into the slog. Woof.
1: This to me is the slog because after a hundred episodes, I'm like, "Fuck it, we're watching." Ter- Whenever I can cram Terminator Two and Back to the Future in, I'm, I'm doing that. i would I'm like, gladly
0: I, veto. Yeah. Gladly veto. Too famous. You can't yeah. f- I,
1: We never actually decided on a veto situation.
0: I mean, it's a democracy here. To vote against it not happening
2: all right i veto bones bringing up this topic
0: (laughs) i I don't you could you could create no
1: actually i do i do veto us bringing up this topic let's move on this closes new business
0: (laughs) but there you go folks uh the brain from 1988 it's streaming on amazon go fucking watch it and fucking join us uh We'll see you next week. Like I said, special guest steve coming in hot. He'll be with us. We'll see how that goes. Uh, first time in five-day rentals history. But other than that, like Kron said, rate, follow us, do all you got to do. Um, got some new stickers coming soon. Uh, soon to be new logo uh, once we get this weekend that we had planned going. There's more shit coming. T public will be up on there eventually. Uh crash and burn, motherfuckers.
1: See ya.
2: Buddies forever. <laughs> Just trying to think of something from Hollow Man and I couldn't. Uh
0: Coffee and Twinkies. You Yeah, but you already said
2: that one. I was G-Messler. trying to think of a different thing.
1: Who would know? Um, Fuck you, dog. Here you go. I
0: got no (laughs) resolution.
1: Yeah, that would have been a good one.
0: I'm losing resolution.